to me, it seems like big tent energy is you want you you have back problems. Like your back hurts True. a lot. Your, like, yeah, <laughs> your back hurts from carrying all these tiny dick people around, um, having to carry the weight. Exactly. Every girl I knew in high school who had big boobs would constantly yeah. complain about how much their back hurt. I know. I have tiny boobs and I love it. It's my favorite thing about myself. Um, <laughs> I have medium boobs. It's just medium. They're medium all the way down. I used to get made fun of as a kid. Uh, you know, my cousin would say I was in the itty bitty titty committee. And, oh. you know, as a 30 something, um, almost 30 something um, year old. Not even 30. As an almost 30 year old, as a <laughs> 29 and counting, um, I would like to be the president of the itty bitty titty committee because. I can wear shirts without bras, which is great. Um, I can yeah. wear size small shirts without worrying if my boobs are going to fit. Um, it's, yeah. it's literally is one of my favorite things about myself that I don't have, <laughs> that I don't have big boobs because gosh, what a struggle. What a struggle to like find struggle. fitting clothing. For sure. I have to wear a bra because my nipples are hard all the time. And if I don't wear a bra, then they rub against my shirts and it hurts. Mm. And please cut this out, whoever is editing this episode. I'm pretty sure you are. So you can I, you can I'm, do I'm, with what you will. Let's be honest. I'm probably going to leave it in. Anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk about them nipples. <laughs> I'm Sam. It's the Rob Complex. One, two, one, two, three, four. Listening to Itty Bitty Titty Committee. <laughs> Hi, I'm an honorary member of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee. I just want to let you know, thank you for um, allowing me in. You know, I yes, can't. Yes. I I'm unable to join the Big Titty Committee. I yeah. don't have big titties, mm-hmm. um, and I don't have Itty Bitty Titties. But you guys are more welcoming. I feel like, yeah. And I just really want to thank you for yeah. that. We're very inclusionary here. Thank you our- so much. Because um, at some point, because Shelby, I will tell you, at some point, every single woman has been a part of the itty bitty titty committee. You mm, know, it doesn't, you know, mm. it, maybe it was, they were younger. Maybe they developed kind of fast when they were younger. But at some point, they had itty bitty titties. And sure. they were part of our club. So, you know oh, what? We welcome yeah. everyone. We do. We truly do. I remember telling my mom I wanted to get a bra. Isn't that weird? Okay. It's not. But- Girls had to do this shit. Like, yeah. fucking, you can't even fathom men mm-hmm. who are listening to the, this podcast. Nope. That, <laughs> that we have to, like, go to our moms at some point and be like, I, I want a bra. I need a bra. I remember I was wearing, like, my mom was like, you don't need a bra. And I was like, I'm literally wearing a sports bra right now. Like, like she looked at me and was like, you don't need one. And I was like, but that's because I'm already wearing one. And you just. Because I, I tricked one. you. 
and, and honestly my nipple problem started way back then i was oh. like my nipples just, just people sensitive. just see them all the time they're just sensitive you know what though speaking of itty bitty titties yeah we gotta we gotta talk about the itty bitty titties in our movie this week because nicole kidman has some itty bitty titties and I, I say that with respect. I do love oh, Nicole yeah. Kidman. I'm not love here. Love Nicole. We're not body shaming here. We're not talking. I'm just, I love, I, as I've said, I love itty bitty titties. And she's, she's, she's a very she's, lithe woman. She is. So yeah. naturally, she would have a smaller chest area. Um, so we're we're talking about Practical Magic. 1998's Practical Magic, to be exact. I don't know if there are more. I just wanted to comment <laughs> well, on that. Well, there was the book. Uh, yeah, sure. In what 1995 or something, the book Practical Magic. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, starring Sandy B, Sandra Bullock, my girl we love Sandy, a B. Sandy B. I do yeah. love a Sandy B. Um, rom com or romance movie, Sandy B is my favorite. Sandy B. Um, mm-hmm. And one Miss Nicole Kidman, Miss Australia herself. She wasn't. I don't think she was Miss Australia, but I wanted to call her that. She was um, in the movie Australia. She was. She truly was. Well, there you go. With and she huge, is Australian. With Hugh Jackman. Yes. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> um, and also Stalker Channing and Diane Weist are Diane! Diane. <laughs> Diane, we love you. <laughs> Did we talk about Diane at least once on this podcast? I like vaguely remember. We talked remember. about someone and it turned out it wasn't Wasn't Diane, Diane Weist, but what... <laughs> Now I need to know. We have to do so. I have to Google our podcast, I guess. I have to figure out what we're talking about. No, it was in New Year's Eve. There was a lady. I thought it was Diane Reese. It was not. (laughs) You have such a good memory. I, like, don't even remember that we did that movie. Um, I was just – because I'm very embarrassed. Um, So – So practical magic. (laughs) Yes, practical magic. (sighs) I've never um, seen this movie before. Really? Oh, tell me your first yeah. impressions. My first impressions. Um, I liked it. It was nice. But it, but I can see it's kind of like a cult, cult classic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of just like a nice, fun movie. I'd probably watch it again if I were like needed a little pick me up or something mm-hmm. when I was by myself. I was like, you know, I'd check it out again. And I wouldn't rewatch a lot of the movies we we've talked about here so i think that's you know do i think it's uh excellent storytelling in cinema no um (laughs) but it's fun but it is fun it uh, it truly truly is one of my favorite movies because it's just it's fun yeah it's first of all witches (laughs) sign me up hell yeah love a witch love a witch story um which story love a good witch story um I also love <laughs> I love that it starts off with this like family legend mm-hmm. you know about um Owen's women and you know she's a witch and she got hung but she didn't die so she Maria, Maria. I was entranced she was beautiful oh yeah I, I just looked her like, up she's just like an Italian an actress I was like Oh my god, she's so gorgeous. Like, can I see her in more things? No, it's all like Italian movies, but watch some Italian movies, wow. put the subtitles. Maybe on. I will. She's so beautiful. So, you know. Um, so she founds this island, basically. She gets banished to this island with a baby, and she's mm-hmm. waiting for her lover to come. 
and he never does. So she basically puts a spell, she at the time puts a spell on herself so that she'll never fall in love again. But all of her anger and bitterness turns it into a curse on Owen's women. So whenever any of the women in this family find love, then their lover, some, they die. Something bad happens. Their lover is destined to die. Right. Um, And they always hear it as it's about to come. There's like this death beetle. The death beetle. (laughs) Death beetle. I'm getting too into the witch witch class, I I think. The witch witch class? Yeah. Um, This is witch class, actually. We're going to talk about, no. So um, then, okay, so we fast forward. We learn the two main characters. So Sandra Bullock plays Sally Mm -hmm. and Nicole Kidman plays Jillian. And their sisters and their mother and father are dead. The dad dies because of the curse, and the mom is so sad. She dies of a broken she heart. She dies of a broken heart, which and there, is a thing. I guess it's a thing. The sisters are very cute. Seeing them, They're it made so me want cute. a sister. I never, like, I don't have a sister. Mm-hmm. But these, so you have Sally is very smart, um, mm-hmm just very good at magic immediately you can tell she's very responsible they move in with the aunts also the aunts dr channing is uh aunt what is it franny francis yeah francis and then then aunt jet Jet. yeah Yeah. sorry so they move in with the aunts and they learn magic and the aunts are always like oh you can eat cake for breakfast Mm -hmm. and you don't have to do your homework just do spells instead all that stuff whatever Mm -hmm. so yeah um Sally, very um, smart, responsible. Jillian, free-spirited, more flowy and charming. That's why she has the red hair and Sally has the brown hair. Right. They're telling you off the bat. They're like, one of these characters is very by the book. She's very serious. And the other character is a wild child. She's a loose cannon. (laughs) She's. It's like if this were a cop, a buddy cop movie. (laughs) <laughs> yes yeah. i mean Sandra you can't Bullock say that it's not by the book um, it's not not a buddy cop movie there is a cop later there is <laughs> he does come in sandra bullock so they see a woman come in to their aunts for help with this guy she's in love with who's married to someone mm-hmm. else and they have to do the spell to make him obsessed with it whatever so Sally sees that and is like, I never want to fall in love. Yep. And Jillian sees that and is like, I can't wait to fall in love. So Sally, not mm-hmm. wanting to ever fall in love, does a spell yes. where she she does a love spell with mm-hmm. some guy with all of these ridiculous traits. Like he can flip pancakes and, and ride a pony one, yeah, backward. And- one blue eye, one green eye. And his favorite shape is a star it's like all these super ridiculous things of what she thinks the perfect man would be right and be, she does that because she doesn't she's like oh if i do this love spell with a guy who doesn't exist then i'll never fall in love and i'll be mm-hmm. safe mm-hmm. and um, smart girl truly smart i was like oh that's a i mean i think there are some flaws in it i mean know? she's also like seven so she's give very her some, young she's very a smart young. seven-year-old like obviously she grew up and realized that that wasn't a real thing but at the time that's a very smart way to think she's like well if he doesn't exist then i can't fall in love with him yeah Done. no you're right jillian on the other hand as you know she leaves home with some guy mm-hmm. she's going from guy to guy to guy she's mm-hmm. always like you know 
um, off, just live having her, her wild, free spirited life. Right. Um, and Sally stays home. She's kind of miserable. But then her aunts do a spell to make her able to fall in love with this like grocer or like a yeah he's like, like a produce fruits. guy yeah he's a produce guy he's got fruits yeah um he's got he's those little crates filled with <laughs> veg veg and stuff he's pretty hot like he's, hot, no he's very bearded, hot. <laughs> bearded grocer guy i mean um hello sign me up i'll take yeah, one yeah 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 <laughs> let me in there um so because of the spell, she's able to fall in love with him, but then she actually does fall in love with him, with right. like, which like her aunts were like, oh, we didn't really expect that. But okay. They were like, we just wanted you to go out and like live your life. Yeah. She um, has two daughters. And uh, one of them is a brunette and the other is a redhead. The redhead is played by Evan Rachel Evan Wood. Evan Rachel Wood of she's Westworld. She's so freaking cute in this movie, she's though. She's so cute. She's so cute. Obsessed. I was like... This she's going that girl's going places is what I said. And she did. she did. Um then yeah, the hot grocer just dies. dies. He gets hit by a truck or something. Yeah. <laughs> As they do. Because she hears the beetle. She's trying to she get the beetle the to kill beetle. the beetle. She, she rips up all these wooden floors. Mm-hmm. Um you know the movie. Yeah. They don't they, they, don't, do. they might not know the movie, Sam. <laughs> It's fine. It. It's fine. Okay. We'll tell, we're telling them. So he dies. That's when the story begins, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? Um, <laughs> Jillian's off. She's obsessed with this guy, mm-hmm. Jimmy Angelov. Yeah. Obsessed with guy. him. He's bad news. He's bad news bears. He. So Sally is so sad about her husband dying that she needs her sister. As and she writes to her sister. And so Jillian is like, well, my boyfriend's, like, obsessed with me, so I'm going to drug him mm-hmm. so I can leave. Not a good sign. <laughs> if you cannot leave without drugging your boyfriend, that is not a good situation to be in. Yeah. I agree. So she goes to <laughs> Red see flag Sally number one. <laughs> for She stays with Sally for one night. No one else even fucking sees her. Right. She just tell she talk gives Sally a pep talk, gets her out of bed. Um, and it worked, but Jillian's gone. Mm-hmm. It but Sally's good. She's living her life now, living right. with the ants. Tells mm-hmm. the aunt, since she found out the ants actually cast that spell that made her fall in love with her husband. Right. Um. She's like, oh, my daughters, they're never going to do magic because you guys, because that was irresponsible. And mm-hmm. because you made me fall in love with him, he died. And blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Of course, the ants aren't going to listen to that. Yeah, no. Why would they? Why would they? They're way too they're fucking cool. They? I'm sorry. They're, they're the they? coolest people in this movie. Um, yeah. They, the ants are awesome. They do what they want. What the fuck? They're like they 200 have a, years old. They have recurring midnight margaritas. <laughs> yes. That yes. sounds awesome. One of my favorite things, though, too, is because, like, so in this town, they're kind of ostracized, right? Because they're witches. And they're, like, openly witches. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, why Why are people, like, come on. They're, it's not like they're hiding something and you, like, know something that the rest of the town doesn't know. No, everybody fucking knows because they broadcast it. Anyway. Um, also, I'm, it's very, like, nice. Okay, they must be in a very Christian town for oh, people yeah. to care about witches that much. Like, because right. today it's like, we live in L.A., everyone's a witch. Who's True. not a witch? Who's, come on. 
Let's, Who doesn't you're not a, have you're crystals you're not or tarot cards or right. like uh, at least two horoscope apps on their phone? Like they, at least you know, two. At least um, they have a regular meeting with a psychic. Um, right. So yeah, but my favorite one of my favorite things about them is because they really don't give a fuck, and like that's how you know when she's like they're not doing magic. The aunts are like. We don't care what you say. Um, right. Because they're literally walking through this town where people are, like, shielding their eyes. And Aunt uh, Jet is just like, hello, hi, hello, good morning. And she's just so, like, peppy and upbeat. And it's literally people are turning their children away from this woman. And she's just like, oh, hi, how are you? Oh, hello. Are you going to try? Yeah. That's me, for sure. I would totally do that. You you. I would try. be stock. I would be stalker chanting in that, in that moment. I'd be like... Shut the fuck up. No, they don't care. Let's keep walking. Oh, do you want to be old witches together with me? Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's okay. do it. Um, okay. We'll start right now. <laughs> Let's okay. brew a cauldron. Um, um. <laughs> so then I guess Sally kind of has a feeling something has happened, and she gets a phone call from Jillian confirming that something bad, like Jillian's in yeah. trouble. Yeah. So she flies out. To, to get her. Arizona, I guess. Yeah. I don't I don't even know where this or takes Florida? place. Or Florida? Okay. Here, okay. I don't even know where they are at any point. I think they're in, so I think that where they live like a New is England, like New England. Area. Mm-hmm. And then I swear it was like Orlando or something. Like when she, something. when, when, when Jillian meets it was Orlando. Jimmy. But I think he's from Arizona. I don't know. Because the later the like detective or Marshall or oh that guy's from Sheriff Arizona or whatever is from Arizona right but anyway so she what happened together. is that yeah Jimmy hit her like yeah he, he hit her and she was like not today motherfucker so she called her sister to come get her and she's leaving but, but he's still very scary he's very scary so she they're like doing it under the cloak of darkness and when they go outside of the motel she sees that it's a blood moon and you know they're both superstitious they're both witches right they're like oh no mm-hmm. the blood moon blah blah I need my her eye of something right she had some kind of necklace some kind of necklace thing. yeah she's like yeah, i need that tiger, thing tiger's it was eye like a protective, it was a tiger's eye. protective crystal yeah right she's like i need my tiger's eye and then she realizes she left it in jimmy's car so she when she goes to get it jimmy's actually in the car and he like abducts her and also abducts um sally and makes sally drive um destination unknown i guess they're just driving yeah. well he's a crazy person he's mm-hmm. an evil murderer turns out serial killer i yeah. guess yeah. <laughs> later we find out he's got the uh, problem <laughs> so he like, he problems. abducts them and so sandy b um poisons him and yes, with belladonna it kills him because yes. he has been poisoned regularly by Jillian mm-hmm. um when she wants to sleep <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't that just like build a tolerance you know, know sorry i don't I know don't, how i'm not a i'm scientist. not a, i'm not a scientist i'm also I not a witch i don't know how herbs and spices work Mm-mm. um <laughs> spices <laughs> you know how they're always using spices in yeah witchcraft. They use just spices. like some oregano yeah, yeah. come on especially fennel especially seed. my ancestors which are like caribbean witches come on they use spices oh for sure for, for sure. sure um so he dies but Jillian doesn't want to get in trouble, so she basically convinces Sally to help her resurrect him. 
So they bring a dead body all the way to New England, Which right? Is <laughs> Somehow like, this is happening don't like know. overnight. Wait, hold on. I don't, don't know, know how far they got. You're right. You're while right. he was alive. Um, <laughs> But they bring it. They use a spell to bring him back to life, which they know and then he not immediately to do. tries. He immediately tries to hurt Jillian again. So, so Sandra Bullock <laughs> bombs him over the head, and they bury him outside. In which the house. let's talk about that because that's hilarious. It's- but they kill him. They bring him back to life, and then they're like, immediately they have to kill him again. That's a great yeah. bit. I yeah. like that. It's, it's a I funny, really it's like a funny that. bit. Yeah. Um, however, things didn't completely go according to plan. No, he, they didn't. His spirit is still around. He's haunting and them. And he's haunting them. And someone, a little nice little detective mm. from Arizona, comes a knocking, looking for him. A knock knock. So they're worried. Um, here's the thing: Sandra Bullock, Sally, meets this detective who's very hot, mm-hmm. and is like, "I don't think I can lie to him." So immediately, as the audience, we're like, "Oh, this is the guy." This is the guy who she did her spell about when she was right. a kid. You already know. There's no right. way it's not. Right. Um, she doesn't know that yet. It's like, what was the point of that in the beginning if we're not bringing him right now? So, oh, yes. for sure. Um, but he seems entranced with her. He's read her letter. She, he found this letter that he that she wrote to Jillian, mm-hmm. and he's read it thousands of times. Hmm. He's like foreplay. Whoa, this this woman, and she's mm. like, whoa, this man. Mm-hmm. Um, Jilly tries to like seduce him, but he's like, yeah. I don't fucking give a shit about you, right? It's your really, sister. I want. <laughs> it's Sally's daughters who find her old notebook and figure out that this guy is the guy she wrote about. And they're mm-hmm. such good little girls. They're I even know. though even though they miss their daddy, they're so excited. They're like, "This is the guy. Our mom's gonna fall in love with this guy." Like they're so stoked about it. Yeah, I love. I it. love that. I know. They're like, "We're gonna make it happen. We're gonna yeah. make it happen." It's so cute. I do think that's one of the things that I love about this movie. Um, is that Yes, the romance is there because you have, like, hot Mr. Detective Hallett and you have, like, even her first husband, little hot piece that he was, grocer boy. Um, You know, you have those romances, but the the thing that makes this movie work and the the thing that binds it together is all of the female relationships. Like, you have – Like, the women are always cheering the other women on. Yeah. Um, And even – So, you know, they – Long story short, long plots short – um, the guy's literally possessing Jillian. The Jimmy is possessing Jillian, and the detective finds out that they are actually the ones that killed him, and that he's buried in the backyard, and all this kind of stuff comes to light. And she ends up having to call her the phone tree at her daughter's school to help them come exercise this spirit out of Jillian, right. which is very important because yes. the whole town like we were saying earlier, shunned this family. Right. They didn't right. they didn't appreciate them. They they were like they're they're witches. We're afraid of them. If right. you wrong them, you're gonna die or right. get sick. And mm-hmm. and it turns out when they when 
uh, Sally actually reaches out and calls all these people. Mm-hmm. It turns out these women who were hating these the the Owens mm-hmm. turns out they just wanted to be included. Yeah, <laughs> they were yeah. like, "Well, I just wanted to be a witch too." Yeah, <laughs> and like it, obviously, like their curiosity got the better of them, right? Like regardless yeah. of the Bible thumping that they were doing on the outside, they were like, "Oh, but what? Ooh, but what really goes on?" You know, they yeah, they did. They wanted to be included. Um, so obviously, they banish the. It's the. The love of sisterly bonding that eventually yeah. banishes this demon man out of Jilly's body, um, and everybody lived happily ever after. But again, mm-hmm. so I want to go back and touch on the on the female relationships because obviously that's a huge plot point, right? So that's the big moment where. Um, they call all the women and it's this gathering of women. They need nine to 12 witches in order to make this work. Right. And these women who, again, shunned them are basically like, yeah, like we'll come and help. And they're all there and they're trying um, and nothing is working. And so that's when um, Sandra Bullock has this kind of epiphany moment where she thinks up this idea of trying to, you know, open the circle a little bit and use the connection she has with Jilly via this blood cut that they made when they were, you know, when she left the house the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and using that and using that love to not only exercise, you know, Jimmy out of Jilly's body, but they actually end up breaking the Owens curse. Um, yeah. Because their <laughs> sure. love is so strong. Why not? That we might as well break all the curses. Right. We might as well just fix everything right now. We've got our we've got our our moment. It all to comes just fix together. It. Mm-hmm. To, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just oh god, I love this this movie because it's so many awesome fucking women, and they all just they're all so different, but they all are so supportive of one of one another like the aunts are kooky and weird but they're just like hey we're here like come live in our house bring your kids like your husband died come you know like well let's drink margaritas at midnight like all you know all these kinds of things but you can tell that the bond is just so strong between everyone in this family um that like if I lived in that town and maybe if I was like oh stay away from them they're a witch I would be jealous of that bond too because it for sure on the outside it looks great I'm jealous of the bond already. I mean, like I said, I don't have sisters. And yeah. I don't, you know, I, I think that it they show these really, this really cute relationship between, mm-hmm. so I feel like I slurred that a lot. This really <laughs> cute relationship <laughs> between sisters. Yeah. Um, where the sisters are very different, but they're so supportive of each other and so mm-hmm. loving. And mm-hmm. also with the aunts, their sisters, you know, and they're yeah. so supportive and loving. And it just, it's really mind-blowing. I, I think there are a lot of people who don't understand how it, we, I've gotten to a certain point in my life where mm-hmm. I see my female friendships and how supportive we are despite being so different Mm -hmm. um and you know because we have this group of friends and we're all very different but all so supportive and anytime Mm -hmm. 
any one of us has a success, it's like, oh, this is all of our success. Like, yeah. you feel it so strongly. Whereas I've had a lot of male friendship, like friendships with men, where there's a lot of, you know, talking down and mm-hmm. just, it's not the same. You don't yeah. build each other up in the same way. Right. And I think... I think a lot of guys don't realize that they interact with women in that way where they're talking down to people. And right. it's like, we really want to just build each other up. Right. And even with female friendships where some you see in these movies where right. people are all combative and there's this sort of yeah. competition. Whereas right. in this movie, it's like you're building each other up the whole time you're taking care of each other. Right. Because it, it would have been so easy for them to yeah. play the sisters against each other. Right. In the traditional, like, fall in love with the same man or like, yeah. you know, all these these kind of tired tropes right. that we see, especially with sisters. Um but there's so much joy in having sisters that just support each other. This is why I love this movie. Like, literally, this is why I love this movie. Because it's it. there is conflict, obviously. Like, there's literally a dead guy and a police, you know, the cops come to try to find him and all this. You know, there's obviously, oh, yeah. like, a plot and drama <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. But there's no ad- – and there are even moments when Sally wants to turn on Jilly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. to, to support and to love a sister or to support and love a friend – does not mean they get your like un like that that you can't question them or that you can't right. um get mad at them or that you know what I mean it's not unconditional right it's just well it is unconditional well, but well, it is. but it's yeah. not but it's not um blind Here's like the, it's not just right. like blind loyalty I trust everything that you do it's like no bitch like you why did you do like why did you bring us into this situation like I, those are very real reactions of like, yeah. this is your fault. No, this is your fault. You know, that's such a sisterly thing. It doesn't mean you don't love each other, but it's like you are allowed to be critical and you're allowed to get mad and yeah. want to, you know, strangle your sister. <laughs> you're allowed to want to do that, right? Right. Um, but and at the end the of the thing. day, they're the ones that save each other. They're, you know, they love each other and they are will save each other and the thing is, you can be mad at someone you love. Like, that's mm-hmm. – it's okay as long as you're doing it, approaching it in this – from this place of love, there's room for both of you to be yourselves and have conflict mm-hmm. and for everything to be okay. And we've yeah. experienced that. You and I have disagreed about movies before and we'll, we're we still have. fine. Whereas mm-hmm. I feel like I've been in scenarios – with men where I'm like afraid to disagree with them about movies mm-hmm. because especially movies, especially dudes in LA. If you disagree Ew, with them, they're going to make you feel so bad about it. They want to yeah. make you feel bad. But right. whenever you and I have disagreed about a movie, it's never been in a way like, Oh, you should feel bad about yourself. No. Even if I could literally say you should feel bad about yourself for liking this movie and it would not have the same <laughs> No, like you wouldn't because I'd be like, I literally love it. it. I don't give a shit what you say. (laughs) Exactly. And I think people don't really understand like Mm -hmm. the difference between it. And maybe I don't even fully understand it, but there is something different about it. Hey, 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 it's magic. There's magic. magic. Yeah. 
It's a magic thing. Um, no, you're completely right. And it's and it's not even between all females because, you know, like all female-female relationships, um, yeah. they're not the same way. It's just us. We're special. Um, we are special. But- we have good friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. We we haven't even gotten to the romance of this movie, we which haven't. I would love to talk about. <laughs> we we are going to, but also friendship is magic. Just like friendship My is Little magic. Pony said it best. Uh, I'm literally wearing a My Little Pony Friendship I is Magic didn't. t-shirt. Right are now. you for real? I can't even yeah. wait. Can you I want to see it. I'm you so sorry. Yeah. Okay. So <gasps> Yes, is it Twilight Sparkle? It's actually Nightmare Moon. Ooh. One of the villains from the first season. She turns into uh, Princess. Uh, fuck, what's her name? <laughs> Princess, fuck, what's her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Princess one. N- Nighttime. <laughs> well, I'm Twilight Sparkle, so. Yeah. It, it's So there's Princess Everybody Celestia knows. and then prin- the other one. I don't know. I only watched, like, I didn't watch that much of it. I like, oh, like, Princess Luna, like, of course. Oh, Princess yeah, Princess Luna, Nighttime when she's a Luna. bad guy, she's Nightmare she's, Moon. We, we don't I love even, it. I don't know why we're getting into this. <laughs> <laughs> because that's who we are and we support each other. So, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll talk. Okay, let's talk about the romance then. Sure. I want to first talk about her first romance with Michael. Yeah. But I don't even want to talk about that so much. I want to talk okay. about the level. I okay. Listen, how she forgave her aunt so quickly, I will never understand. I when I first watched it, or even just now, because I haven't watched it in a long time, and I kind of forgot that they put a like a little spell on her, and that's why she mm-hmm. fell in love. I come on, you're using magic to interfere with my life. I'm not okay with yeah. that. It almost yeah. like because it even I think it, I think it fucks sally up more than she even realizes because even later with gary which is a horrible name so we're gonna call him detector detective detector detective hallett um we're Mm -hmm. gonna call him hallett um even later when she realizes that he's the guy from her like list as a child she even tells him she's like i like i i don't know if what you're feeling is what you're actually feeling or is it right or if it's because of the spell. So I think on some level, the fact that her aunts interfered in her first relationship affected her ability to trust in the real love that was between her and Hallett. Like, yeah. and that's where, like, that's the one thing about magic that always kind of gets me in this moment of like, oh, cause like you watch all these other movies that have to deal with magic, even something like Aladdin, right? Where you have the genie and he's like, well, I can't make anyone fall in love with you. That's a rule because those things are tricky. I can't make anyone fall in love with you and I can't bring someone back from the dead. Two things that happened in this movie. Right. <laughs> genie said no. And this movie was like, we're doing both of those things and we're going to show you ill why. Yeah, yeah. Why Genie said no. We're going to show you why mm-hmm. he said no in mm-hmm. this movie. Right. Um, so it's just like this, Kind of what we talked about last week was how in Sleepy Hollow, they put all of this, you know, emphasis on how the women are the one doing the witchcraft that is bewitching um, the men. And they are doing it in this movie because only the women are witches. We don't have any male witches in this movie. Um, 
but it, they're also doing it to each other. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, you sh- consent is key, y'all. Consent is yeah. is really key. Well, <laughs> I can see. You know, I really related to Sally and her saying, you know, you don't know if what you're feeling is real or if it's because of the spell. Mm-hmm. And did someone put a spell on you? Yes. Okay. I just want. I think uh, always. Um, I have a spell on me that if anyone loves me, uh-huh. they have to. <laughs> Um, they start just like spinning around in circles nonstop. Weird. And it's really confusing whenever I meet someone and they start spinning around in circles. Mm. I'm like, can you stop? Mm. Can you just, can you just stop? God, what a stupid spell. Who would have done that? It was me. I did it. <laughs> I did it I'm sorry. Okay. I just couldn't resist. I related to it just because I've been in a lot of relationships where I'm like, I don't know if you really love me or if you love how I make you feel because I'm really good at making people feel good. Mm -hmm. So especially sad, lonely in bed, you know? No, sorry. I mean, mean, (laughs) I'm not going to say I'm bad at sex. Um, Uh, but I'm I'm I I like to compliment people I do all you know so it's like no I've yeah you're the type, that. You, you you even in friendships you are the type to you want the people that you love to feel your love I do and that's good I do I do want them to feel it and then but sometimes that kind of works against me where I'm like that's do you right. just love that part or do you love all of me and I feel like that's kind of where Sandra Bullock's coming from yeah. in this movie mm-hmm. but then Detective Hallett turns mm-hmm. around and says, I wished for you too. Mm-hmm. Which was just like, oh, yes. Ugh. That's where, that's the thing is like, you're always thinking of yourself as mm-hmm. the person who's in charge of this love life, as the person who's doing all these things to make someone and fall in love with you. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, the person on the other side of that equation has agency, has their own feelings, yeah. has their own the thoughts and opinions, and they're in love with you. You're what they want, too. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think, just like Sally in this movie, I've had a hard time accepting myself as an object of love rather right. than a subject of love of being like I love this person instead of you know where I'm also someone who is loved and she had that problem too um because of the spell because of everything Mm -hmm. she found it hard to see herself as someone who who, this made-up person she thought was made up could possibly love here's the thing he did he wished for her yeah he was entranced with her he didn't even believe in the spell Mm -hmm. he didn't think it was had anything to do with that yeah he even says that like for in order for a curse to be what is it like in order like a curse curse only has power if you believe in it exactly and he didn't believe in it and he was just hot arizona guy (laughs) oh wait hold on because i want to make i want to make another intellectual point but before i do that we got to talk about that hotel scene so 
Sandra Bullock comes to confess to the detective everything. And they're just like in this tiny little motel room. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, they're just like overcome. And they just start kissing. And they're like, no, 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 we can't do this. And they stop. And then they keep going. It's like this. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. I love that. The tension in that scene, it it builds so well because, like, at this point, the audience is basically aware, like, oh, yeah, this is the guy, right? Yeah. Um, But she's still in this um, cleanup. I'm the big, you know, I have to make sure everything's okay for Jilly and, like, I have to make sure everything's okay for me. And, like, she's still in this, like, cleanup mode, right? And then the minute she's there. I mean, not that long ago. Whatever. We're over him. Hot grocer, (laughs) he's dead. Um, It's been time. It's been at least a few weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, when it's right, it's right. And Mm -hmm. they're just, like, so – I just – that I literally drew, drew like, a huge smiley face with heart eyes because I – the scene is just – it's, it's, pretty it's so hot. well yeah. done because it's yeah. it's not that immediate we're going to tear each other each other's clothes off kind of intensity but it's like the slow build to oh we're talking about okay i'm gonna i'm gonna confess but i don't want oh uh, you know it's like this here's really the, good give and take it is really good here's the thing is uh, the thing about why it could be harmful in the mm-hmm. rom-complex way is mm-hmm. that, yeah, it's always really sexy when you shouldn't be doing something. Yeah. And you are. And here, like, with them, it's like, okay, her husband has recently died. This guy's investigating the death of a guy she killed. Right. And, and his from his point of view, this is a woman he suspects of murdering the guy he's looking yeah. for. Neither of them should be doing this. Yes. And but. when you're in that situation where you're like, I'm attracted to this person, we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, it is very hot, but also you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. That's highly unethical. You're not wrong. I mean, they do stop it from going further. It's just a couple. They do. It's just they a do. couple kisses. Just a yeah. one, two. A one-two he pulls He pulls her shirt off her shoulder. Yeah, but it doesn't come off. That's the right, important right, part. Right, um, right, they still right. restrain <laughs> themselves um, a little bit. <laughs> um, but, okay, so I want to go back and c- kind of compare the two relationships. So I want to compare the relationship between Sally and Detective Hallett, and I want to compare Jilly with, um, what's Jimmy. his name? Jimmy. So... Mm-hmm. Something that I've been thinking about recently or it's kind of been on my mind is like the difference between um, like love and possession because you can – that happens a lot, right? Especially like with the types of men like Jimmy, right? Right. Like they see I'm in love with you, therefore I own you. You are mine. Um, That's also a theme in a lot of romance novels. I read a lot of romance novels – where you get this like alpha male character who falls in love with this girl and now it's like you are mine i you know like no one else can have you you are mine you know this whole idea right so that is like the epitome of what that relationship is to the extent that he's dead and he is still trying to take ownership over her body right he has already like, yeah, they were having lots of sex and it was great. And then he laid hands on her. Yeah. And she was like, no, sir. Which 
good for her, right? Yeah. She, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I think that's even a line that she tells Hallett when he first comes to interview them. She was like, well, you know, you uh, men only hit me once. Like, they don't get a chance to hit me a second time or something like that. Like, she's just, she's out. Like, good for her. Right. Um, But even from beyond the grave, he is still able to take possession of her body um, yeah. in a way that could potentially kill her. So he, even after he is dead, he is still trying to kill her because she didn't want to be with him anymore. And that is like the worst possible thing you can tell a man who is obsessed with you. Um, right. It's I don't want to be with you anymore because then you know, you die. Um, I, I think it just goes to show the abuse started long before mm-hmm. the physical abuse. And right. having been in a like an emotionally abusive, like emotionally and mentally abusive relationship, like, right. yeah, that's how it works. Their claws are into you. Like when she was saying, when she was literally saying that she drugged him so she could get come away. visit her sister, like, you know that stuff is bad and it can only escalate. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how it works. Like, it starts out with this emotional abuse and mm-hmm. oftentimes escalates to physical abuse. Oh, yeah. And you can really see, and, and in the fact that he possesses her literally right it literally takes her over it just Mm -hmm. shows he didn't need to physically hurt her for that abuse to be taking place because Mm -hmm. it was already there it's Mm -hmm. in her head yeah um you get brainwashed in these you know mentally abusive relationships and it's very rough right this movie for me not like triggering at all because it's like there's magic and stuff yeah (laughs) it's like not super realistic right right but yeah like it it is you know you can tell he's a bad guy right I mean you can tell from the from the minute you see him um but then you compare that to her relationship with uh what's his name Hallett yeah and there's just so I think it comes down to like there's just so much more respect that he has for her even though he thinks she's a murderer yeah (laughs) even though he thinks she's a murderer he's still kind of like she still deserves respect as a human being um, and what what he says is you do your job like you do what you do and I'll do what I do and mm-hmm. we'll see where we end up. Yeah. And that's what he says to her. And so she takes care of her sister. Right. He uh, f- like plants evidence, I guess, to make it seem like Jimmy died in a fire. Yeah. Because they don't really explain that. So nope. we can only assume that he, he planted did something. This, <laughs> he did something because he didn't want her, which is really fucked up if yeah. you think about yeah. it. Yeah. And that's, it's got to come back around somewhere. I mean, no, it's not. It's not going to come back around. There's no well, practical no, magic the too. movie ended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no sequel where the consequences of their actions are finally revealed. No, Shelby. It's just we win. But that's the thing, too, is that at the, you know, when she discovers that he's the man from the list and they have that whole conversation, Mm -hmm. she's like, I can't be with you because I don't know if it would be real and you couldn't know if it would be real. And I think the the not the normal reaction, but the normal reaction in a movie like this 
is the man being like, no, you're wrong. I want to be with you. This is real, blah, blah, blah. But in this movie, he just, even though he doesn't believe it, even though he doesn't believe in the magic or the curse, he is like, okay. And he walks away from that relationship because, again, respects that she knows what she wants and if it's going to make her uncomfortable to be in this relationship with her, then he is not going to add to that discomfort by trying to pressure her into something that she's not sure she wants. Um, yeah. Which just shows, again, it's just the, the comparison is completely different. Like, right. He, like, he, Jimmy literally yeah. punches her in the face. For making a joke, because they he she tell she explains to Sally what happened, and he like I forget he like were they at an ice cream place, and he, he said he wanted he was confusing jam and cream right, I think was and the she thing. says something like, like jam isn't a cream, and her and the counter person ha 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 laugh, and he for a donut punched I think her it was. oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. You're right. I knew it was a dessert of sorts. He wanted like a he jelly wanted a, donut. A jelly donut, but he cream. said a cream. Yeah. It was, I don't know, foreign. Yeah. People. I don't know. Something stupid. It was a foreign <laughs> mix up. And they did a light haha. And so he punched her in the face. Um, but it just showed, like, again, it's just such a blatant comparison. And I know that they set up from the beginning that Sally and Jillian are complete, two completely like polar opposite um, people. But it also just kind of shows that, you know, what when when you're in a relationship with someone who respects you, because Sally does have two different relationships in this movie, um, that the relationships can be good. But when you're looking for love in all the wrong places or you Mm -hmm. happen to be in a relationship that starts out great, but then escalates to a point where any kind of abuse, mental, physical, whatever starts happening that it just kind of takes over it has a just the bad the bad stuff happens yeah yeah the bad stuff does happen and stuff and it i mean people people underestimate how difficult it is to get away from something like that you know it's like you know it's bad it literally possesses her in this movie right exactly um (laughs) but the love of sisterhood brings her through and then women, they're okay. Women supporting women. And then at the end, they, they jump off the roof with umbrellas yes. and float Love down. Love that. Love that for little, them. They're little witches. Because the town accepts them now. <laughs> Which, yeah. like, and also, yeah. rewind, this town was founded by their ancestor. That town right. owes them a little more fucking respect, in my opinion. For sure. <laughs> it's like, for I'm sure. a founding family. <laughs> so yeah. you guys need to shut up and respect. Bow down, bitches, is what I would right. say. But, yeah. you know. Well, they made it seem... Sorry, I had to yawn. They made it seem like um, that they were shunned because they were closed off, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they... Right. Because at the end, when they invite the other women in right. to be a part of the spell to save Jillian, they're all, like, gung-ho about it. Mm-hmm. They're really excited. But... um. Earlier, even when, like when Aunt Jet was saying hello to people, like they they didn't want to be let in. So it is kind of like they needed something really dire, 
right. to be to have they needed to actually be an emergency for help. Yeah. Um, to actually be okay with yeah. uh, accepting these people. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, what a wild ride. <laughs> it is a wild ride. I did enjoy it. I thought, like, Sandy B, uh, Nicole K, they were I both really cute. Nikki K. Nikki K, uh, Sandy B, they were adorable. Stop. Stalker Stop. Channing, Stop. Diane Weist. <laughs> Um, Evan Rachel Wood, the other one. So they were adorbs. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> I love seeing, and and here's the thing, like you know, we were talking about Sleepy Hollow last week, and how like the women basically didn't have any agency outside of right their you know revenge or taking care of men or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I liked how in this movie, it was about women doing their stuff but the men actually had their own motivations too Mm -hmm. like detective Hallett went out did his own thing off screen but it was never like just super convenient for the women is like he he actually had to do something you know and so i think it just goes to show like the difference between like women writing men and men writing women yep um is like, oh, women can write men as... Because this was just the year before Sleepy Hollow, right? Mm-hmm. Women can write men as actual full-fledged characters, but men, like, well, don't I mean, a shit about Well, I mean, here's the thing, Shelby, is that men are full-fledged characters, and women, we're not. We're just... Um, You're right, I forgot. I don't have a full Two-dimensional. Yeah. We're just there to move the plot of the man along. Um, actually, this conversation not even happening. We're actually yeah. talking about a guy or like just, the whole time yeah yeah yeah, yeah um, that makes sense what's that called the the bechtel the bechtel test <laughs> you did it you knew it yeah you yeah. knew it um, i did <laughs> we're we passed the bechtel test right every day <laughs> i don't yeah. just talk i never talk about men unless i'm mad at them <laughs> i'm like this guy you know um never positive thing to say about it <laughs> It's not true. It's not true, guys. I love men. I do. Um, do you have any... So I know you really like this movie. Do you have yeah. any final thoughts that you'd like to get out? Final thoughts. I think um, I think Jilly and Sally are both on opposite sides of the spectrum in terms of love. And I think we should strive to be somewhere in the middle. I yeah. think Sally was completely against Jilly was a little too gung-ho and I think there is a middle ground where we can be looking for love but also respecting ourselves enough to not just give it freely I guess I don't want to say give it freely because I feel like if you want to be in love be in love even you know like I feel like every relationship is valuable and you learn something if you don't even if you don't you know enjoy the whole process but I, I do think that there is a way to be both hopeful and still, I don't want to well, say it, critical. What's the it word? It doesn't have to be, you don't have to love at the expense of your freedom. <laughs> yes. Thank you. That's what You're I was okay. trying to say. Um, yeah. I think there's a, there's a way to be, to be, you know, uh, romantic, but also, you know, put yourself up there first yeah put yourself first cautiously romantic Cautious. <laughs> uh open to love you right. know 
you um, can you'll throw yourself fully mm-hmm. into a relationship, but you have some standards. Yeah. I think that's a good way to look yeah. at it. Yeah. That's my final thought. What about you? Um, I just wish I had a sister. Everyone in this movie had a sister. I'll be your sister. Thank you. Okay. You are my sister. I Why'd you steal my shirt? Oh my god. That's what sister is. Is that what sisterhood is? Yeah. <laughs> just stealing each other's How m- literally can I just tell you my <laughs> sister, listen, when I turned 13, my parents bought me this like butterfly bracelet. It's like a tennis bracelet, but not real diamonds, you know? Um yeah. and for the longest time, I didn't know where it was. And then, I don't know, like five, five, six years ago, I saw my sister wearing it. I was like, that's my bracelet. She's like, no, it's not. It's mine. I was like, no, it's not. That is my uh, bracelet. I was like, mom, you guys bought me that bracelet for my 13th birthday. And my mom's like, yeah, we did. And she's like, no, this is mine. I was like, you know what? You can take it. I don't even care anymore. Uh, but like, can you just acknowledge that it's mine? That's what having a sister is like. <laughs> I used to have my little brother had a shirt, a really cool shirt from like the Walmart boys section, and it said Tank Commander on it. It had like a picture of a tank, and I fucking loved that shirt. And I would steal it from my little brother and wear it all the time. And I got in a lot of trouble for my parents. So maybe to me, that's what being a sister is. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think we're about out of time after that nice anecdote. Yay. Well, guys, Yay. don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at The Rom Complex. We're posting quotes that don't make sense. We're posting photos, mm. videos. No, we don't have videos, but we're posting stuff. We're posting They're content. technically videos. They're I, animated pictures. Sometimes <laughs> they are. So... Follow us because we're really cool. Or email us and tell us a little funny story about you and your sibling. Maybe maybe you have a sister and you want to tell us a story about how one time she stole your tennis bracelet. I want to hear mm-hmm. your story. Mm-hmm. I really, truly do. Would love to. Yeah. Right now we only get emails from like the apps we use to post yeah. stuff on Instagram. We would love to get some emails from yeah. fans. Literally, you can email us hi, and I'll be happy about it. I would be happy about that. Yeah. So sure. make sure you do that. Rate and review. Subscribe. All the things, you know. And most of all, keep falling in love. With yourself. Uh, bye. Bye. Bye.